to tell us more about this, we're joined on the line now by Deputy Executive Officer of the Financial Services Board, Caroline De Silva. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Good morning and thank you. Now, Mr. Silva, in a nutshell, what is complying with the uh, Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act mean? Okay, so let's quote the Phase Act because it's easier to say. But essentially, anybody who gives advice or renders an intermediary service on a financial product is required to have a license under law. And that license or that licensing process aims to assist or uh, protect consumers from any abuse that they might experience when they buy a financial product. And that, that goes from the advice they might receive, which could be poor advice, right through to the protection of the premiums that they pay to ensure that they get the payments from the products that they expect. So what kind of companies uh, actually need to register with the FSB? Well, financial products are described in the law as insurance products, investment products sold by uh, investment houses, shares, um, Funeral policies are included, which is the one you're talking about this morning. So there's a whole list of financial products that are described in the Act, but funeral policies or assistance business is certainly one of those. Now, when it comes to the FSB, how much public awareness do you actually offer? And are you familiar with some of the reasons, some of the common reasons as to why companies are reluctant to comply? Yeah, so so generally we have about we have te- about 10,270 financial service providers registered with the Financial Services Board. So that's a lot of financial service providers. Where we do struggle to gain awareness but put a lot of effort into it in terms of going into the community, consumer education, and talking to funeral uh, administrators is the funeral parlor area. Um, the common reasons that we're given is that they find that the licensing process is a barrier to entry. So what we've done is we've reduced uh, many of our requirements to facilitate licensing or entry to licensing by this environment. We've reduced the prices, we've reduced the requirements, we've reduced the qualifications, we've reduced the professional damage requirements, um, all in an effort to get them into the regulated arena. But uh, clearly... We, uh, we, we need to continue to expend effort in this area. And the consequence of uh, non-compliance? The consequence of non-compliance are, you know, they range. So, so we, we focus very much on getting them into the environment. Um, if, and we never take action sort of just off the cuff. We'll always warn you, we'll talk to you, we'll discuss it with you, we'll bring you into the environment. But if they continue... With the knowledge that says exists and that they should license to contravene, we can take action. This is particularly um, where they are collecting premiums and the premiums are not passed over to underwriters and consumers phone us and complain that they've paid funeral policies or they've paid insurance premiums for a long, long time and they've had a claim and those claims are not being paid. Um, and, and then we do take particularly swift action. And uh, do you have, uh, you, you know, perhaps a website or, you know, uh, somewhere that people can go who uh, may feel that they may be falling foul of uh, this particular law where they can actually go and have a look at what needs to be done? Of course, our website is www.fsb.co.za. 
And all our telephone numbers, contact details, and information is on that website.